You're listening to a preview of a premium episode of Champagne Sharks. To get access to this premium episode, as well as the full archive of back premium bonus episodes, go to patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Champagne Sharks and sign up for only $5 a month. For only $5 a month, you get this and every other premium bonus episode, meaning double the content. It's a great deal. And without further ado, here is the preview. Yeah, so what I would say is my final thing as far as that question goes is to just always look at yourself when thinking about why identification. It's more important to look at the ways that you buy into it rather than just always casting uh, aspersions on others. And like, okay, here's some more examples. Take a hotep, right? You look at a so-called hotep person and because white identification gets so strong that even when you try to rebel against it, you're still kind of uh, reinforcing it. You know, like if you want to say like, uh, Hey, I don't believe in, I don't believe in the ideas that um, blacks are inferior or blacks just do drugs or blacks just do crime. So I'm going to be the most high achieving Ivy league graduating best job having black person to prove you wrong, but you're still kind of identifying with that white value in the process of rebelling against it. You know, you're like saying, oh, this is what the stereotype is. I'm going to, like, you should be able to be as mediocre as a white person and still get the same uh, benefits or still not be less of a person for it. You see what I'm saying? Like, just the idea that you have to do twice as well is a form of internalizing white values. And and that's what kind of what happens. Even to rebel against these things, we still end up falling into the trap. And what I was saying about the hoteps in Egypt, okay, these hoteps want to say, oh, oh, you think uh, black people are inferior? Well, look, the Egyptians were black. Uh, and they do all this stuff. And whether it's true or not, that's not the point. Why is it so important for you to identify with the Egyptians and reclaim the Egyptians as being black, whether it's true or not. That's besides the point. And that's because Egypt is the only part of Africa that the average white person respects. So even you, by trying to claim the Ankh and claim Hotep and claim all this stuff, you're still buying into a white value because why is it not good enough to just be um, West African? Or to just say that uh, the parts of Africa that everyone accepts as black, sub-Saharan Africa, that, that you know, no one debates, you know, say that that's fine. And then, okay. Say you do say that's fine, right? And you, and you want to defend West Africa. How do you tend to do it? What you tend to do is say, hey, look at all these inventions that came from Africa. Look at all this civilization. Wait, you say that Africans were illiterate? Well, look at these parts in West Africa that did have written language. But okay, in defending 
those parts of West Africa. What are you doing? You're defending them by the standards of what white people respect. Why does the West African have to, quote unquote, contribute to civilization to be worthy of value? Why do they have to be literate? Like, let's say they were literate. So what? Like, like even if that was true, why are you treating that something to be ashamed of? Like, even in your defense, you can't escape it. You're still buying into the value. Like, look at how alienated people are today from their lives. They can't even introduce themselves to someone in the street. Like, when I walk around the street now, when I was growing up, it was very common to see guys walk up and start conversations with women in the street, start conversations with strangers, um, have communities, know their neighbors, have callings that they pass down from great-grandfather to grandfather to father, like say building a house, being a blacksmith, being a carpenter, being a farmer, being whatever, you know, um, like now people can't even talk to strangers. They will sit in a bar and just be on Tinder the whole time, swiping left and right. They'll go to a party and just spend all their time Instagramming a bottle and sparklers and they'll go home not having met anybody new and complaining that they're lonely. Like we're so alienated from ourselves, so unhappy. Um, form all our connections through social media and just live these lives that we feel are inauthentic. And yet, when us black people will want to defend blackness, we'll still fall into the trap of trying to say, hey, we invented stuff too. We invented this tech. We invented this invention. We did this thing. And I would propose they should validate themselves to us. Prove to me that, okay, even if he did quote-unquote invent civilization, prove to me it was a good thing. I mean, everything that you're complaining about, whether it's the white supremacist with his white genocide and complaining about immigration and complaining about losing factory jobs, or whether it's the white academic complaining about the decline in community, decline in civic-mindedness, decline in uh, how we're, we're all bowling alone or we're alone together. You know, we're sitting in a family room, but everybody's on their own smartphone device or whatever. And Like, all this alienation, all this anger, all this disgust that you're complaining about came from technology, civilization. Why are they not justifying themselves to us rather than us still trying to fit into their frame of what is a valuable contribution and what is not. And a lot of times you don't even think to even frame the question that way because you've um, internalized their values that bad. Like we don't even have elders anymore, right? Like, those so-called primitive cultures, those so-called third world cultures, old people have a value because 
old people can teach you to do something. Old people can teach you how to farm because the farming has been done the same way for centuries. They can teach you how to blacksmith. They can teach you how to gather food. They can teach you how to hunt. They can teach you rites of passage into manhood. Now, what can an old person... So they were elders. And you looked at them, they actually gained value as they got older. Now, someone from 10 years, like your parents can't even program the time on the VCR. And then the one who could program the time in the VCR, now maybe they can't even use a DVR. Like technology is what makes old people, what makes what used to be elders now into just old people. Now, now they're just things that you put into homes to just die. That's what, uh, like technology has turned elders into just plain old old people, just useless appendages that are dead weight. This is why you have someone like Madonna in her 50s who has no idea how to be an older woman. All she can do is just keep trying to chase uh, youngness. So we haven't figured out a value for older women yet. Same thing for older men. Like, like, can a man, like an older man has no idea how to teach a young man how to be a man. Because the, the, the definition keeps changing. And, and that's kind of what I mean about white identified. Like just those questions we're not trained to ask. You know, I can go to the biggest Ivy League school and learn as much knowledge as I can, but because I'm learning it from white people in the white system, I'm still not even being taught to even question the whole big picture, that whole paradigm. And um, that's an hour. I can go on and on about that. I I think I can actually make a whole different uh, show just about white identification, but I mean, the whole point is all our yardsticks are white at the end, at the end of the day. So I'll give a couple more examples, right? Not only, not only do we buy into white ideas, we don't even buy into what white people really are. We buy into the myth of what we believe them um, to be. Like, 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 like we don't even buy into, because at least the one thing with white people is they know the truth about themselves a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like they have their families, their friends, they have their own all white worlds and they know their histories and whatever. Like they know the truth. We only see the image. So we're not even like identified with a white reality. We're identified with a with white myths. And the other example I'll say is the movie Hidden Figures. This was movie was supposed to be very empowering to black people. And it was about all oh, these black women did these great things. They should be proud of them. And what I'm going to say is not about shitting on these black women or what they went through or their struggles or their accomplishments. But what I find interesting is why do we value these black women? Because they worked for NASA. Okay. What is NASA? Like, not the myth of what NASA is. What is it really? What is the space race? 
The space race is fucking colonialism. And think about this. I mean, what's the first thing they did when they got on the moon? They put an American flag on the moon. That's what Columbus and them used to do when they got to the new world. They put the flag of Spain. As the empires of white people were declining on this planet, they're so pathologically compulsive about conquering and dominating shit. They were like, fuck, we're losing the empires here. England is a shadow of itself. The Victorian era is over. Imperialism on the decline. Look at communists, whatever. They start looking to just conquer space. That's how pathologically dominating they are. So, these black women are being valued by a white metric, you know, oh, because white people value intelligence in themselves. They, inter- they value science and math. They value that in themselves. And they value, they value black people for being like, you know, uh, magical or being emotional or being natural. So we're admiring these black women because they achieved success by white measures. They were good at math. They transcended, you know, the values normally allotted to black people, right? So that's a form of white identification, like being happy that they uh, were good at science. Like, you know, like, oh, they're not just black people good. They're white people good. But then on top of that, what were these uh, women doing? They weren't using these talents to improve the black condition, to empower black people to uh, help revolution, they were using it to assimilate into white institutions and not just that, assimilate into white institutions that were quiet as kept, formed under the idea of colonialism. They had an imperial colonialist mindset. Like, you know, like, but that's an example of buying into the myth. We buy into the myth that the moon landing was a noble endeavor. No, the moon landing was the first test run to space colonialism. So we're valuing these black women for embracing white definitions of excellence. Because whenever you see the hashtag black, black excellence, that means that you're doing something that's typically valued among white people by white people. 